to Voices and Visionaries, the podcast featuring the female forces in sports media. I'm your host, Kelly Burke, and in this season two, week two rewind, I revisit my conversation with soccer reporter and host Marissa Pilla, who is living out her longtime dream on the pitch. It's really amazing. It, I, I kind of pinch myself every now and then knowing that this is what I wanted to do when I was 18 years old, I decided I wanted to be a broadcaster. I had no idea what that meant. You know, you just go into this blind. And I fought my way through college trying to get every, every internship, every opportunity. And I still kind of fought my way after college too. And to be where I am now, is just, it's, I'm so grateful because I, I truly love what I do. And I know not everybody can say that, and especially in this kind of tumultuous setting that we find sports in now more than ever. I'm just so grateful to be where I am. Pilla covers the NWSL, National Women's Soccer League for CBS Sports, a full circle moment after watching the 1999 Women's World Cup as a little girl. You take a step back like, oh my gosh, I'm being paid to be here. Like, this is amazing. I, I grew up wanting to be Mia Hamm, to be Julie Foudy. I didn't have the talent, but I thought, hey, I can talk about it. And that's kind of what kind of drives me is that knowing that I love this game so much. My dad has since passed away, but I know I can kind of share that love still and, and kind of bring that with me. Besides her work hosting for the Philadelphia Union, Pillows made the jump to national soccer broadcast, honing what it means to be a good sideline reporter. At first, I thought I had to prove how much I know about the game in my sideline reports and over explaining and over analyzing when really that's not my role as a sideline reporter. The sideline reporter is supposed to tell you, the announcer, the, the analyst, what you can't see or hear or what's really going on or why coaches in the moment are making the decisions they're making. And when I finally, with the help of Jill, realized that and worked on that, that's when I started to see my progress get better because you can take your analytical view of the game, but then apply it to what's happening right now. And I think the biggest thing is being able to say the most impactful thing in the least amount of words. I am always trying to cut my words down because as you know, you know, when you throw down, I, I have maybe 15 seconds to get in and out. And especially in soccer, there's no timeouts. Pilla says the experience of working in the bubble for the NWSL Challenge Cup was unique yet challenging. I learned how to reset quickly. Um, and that was kind of what I was most nervous about because the way the Challenge Cup was structured was we had two game days in a row. So Tuesday, Wednesday, both have double headers. So that's four games in two days. And in between, I had maybe three hours, four hours. I can't remember. I think I've blocked it out because of stress. <laughs> I was nervous because I looked at like, okay, I know how to prep for one game. I've done double headers before. I can prep for two. But how the heck am I going to prep for games three and four when I'm prepping for games one and two? Yeah. And I learned a lot about how I can really um, – put the blinders on and focus because I'm very much somebody who's already thinking, well, what do I have to do Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? Mm -hmm. And I really had to focus on what's, what do I have to do literally right now or else I'm never going to get to Thursday, Friday, and Saturday because the turnover was insane. Um, and so I would do like if the game games one to run a Tuesday, Saturday, I was prepping for Tuesday's games mm -hmm. 
And that way, Saturday and Sunday was Tuesday games. Monday, I was prepping for Wednesday's game. So by the time Wednesday rolled around, I didn't have to do any work. I just had to wake up and be alive and do my job. <laughs> <That's> smart. <laughs> um, it was tough because it, it was just, it just rolled. It was, we said it was simultaneously the longest and shortest month of our lives. Mm-hmm.